بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين ولي الصابرين صلى الله على سيدنا محمد نور هذا الكون المبين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد صاحب الحسن والجمال والبهجة والكمال والولدان والحور والغرف والقصور اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه عدد من صلى عليه وعدد من بخل بالصلاة عليه كما تحب أن يصلى عليه كما ينبغي أن يصلى عليه صلاة لا يعلم قدرها إلا أنت ولا يعرف مكانها إلا أنت وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين Today's parable from the Quran as we mentioned yesterday for the brothers who were not here yesterday this year's theme will be selected parables of the Quran and we said by the parables examples and things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likens individuals and groups and actions to throughout the Quran, giving the mathal or the parable or the likeness is one of the methods the Quran uses in order to make things very clear in our minds. We use that in our day-to-day -day life. We give examples, we give parables. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَتِلْكَ الْأَمْثَالُ نَضْرِبُهَا لِلنَّاسِ These are the examples and the parables. We strike them to people and we give these examples and parables to people. And yesterday we gave a parable from the first chapter of the Quran and tonight we will give a parable from the ch third chapter of the Quran. We read in the third chapter of the Quran in the rub'ah that starts with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the value of charity and the, import the importance of sadaqah, the place of sadaqah in the society and the examples of those who give charity and those who don't give charity. And then Allah says in verse number 264, and I would advise brothers and sisters who are listening to this, after they go home, to note down the number of the verse, and then go down, uh, go home, and read the translation, so that you will understand what we were talking about. In verse number 264 and 265, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, first in 264, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, كَمَثَلِ صَفْوَانٍ عَلَيْهِ تُرَابٍ and we will notice that throughout the month, we'll use this word a lot, kamathal, like. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, again, another tashbih, another simile, tashbih tamthili, as the scholars of rhetoric say. Say this is, in this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us an example and says the disbeliever who gives charity out of showing off, not because it is a good trait that is placed deep in his heart, is like, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, he is like a rock. A farmer thinks that all his soil is ready for plantation and farming. But there could be some hidden rocks in the farm. Some of these rocks covered with little amount of dust. So the farmer will think that it is normal soil as usual. So he'll put his seeds in that little amount of soil that is put on top of the rock, he doesn't know what is hidden inside. As soon as he waits for the rain, as soon as the rain comes, it washes off that little amount of sand and nothing remains. The seeds don't grow. In reality, it uncovers the reality of that rock that it is not soil. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us this beautiful example. And he says, the disbeliever who spends or an individual in general who spends or who does actions out of showing off, his reality is like the reality of that rock. And his outward is like the outward of that sand. 
As soon as you put them in real life testing situation, their true colors will be shown right away. And right after that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so here we are faced with an individual whose outward is different from his inward, who pretends that he is someone, but in reality he's someone else. And then the ayah after that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَثَلُ الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ مُبْتِغَاءَ مَرْضَاتِ اللَّهِ وَتَثْبِيتًا مِنْ أَنفُسِينَ But the likeness of those who spend their charity out of pleasing Allah and out of deep faith in themselves. And the Quran says, تَثْبِيتًا with steadfastness, تَحْقِيقًا with certainty. They're certain that the reward is with Allah. They're certain that they want to give their nafs it's firm in good qualities. They are genuinely generous. They are genuinely true. They're genuinely dedicated. They're genuinely sincere. In doing so, they are like, the Quran says, They are like a garden on top of a hill. A garden on top of, of a plateau. The garden on top of a plateau, if there is heavy rain, the Quran says, when it is touched by heavy rain, it gives double the crops. It gives fruitation twice. It gives plantation twice. It increases. Why? There is a lot of, of water. But what if there is no water? What if it's only drizzle? The Quran says, If there is only drizzle, it will still give. But it, it does not give much, but it will still give. Why will it still give, brothers and sisters? Because it is accustomed in giving. It's a God. This is exactly how is the heart of a believer and how is the heart of a disbeliever. And this is the theme for today, brothers and sisters. As Imam Al-Fakhr Al-Razi says, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, he says, good qualities, virtues, Al-Fadail, virtues, what are they? He says, Malakatun Rasikhatun Fin Nafs. It is a trait that is deeply rooted in the heart, that is deeply rooted in the nafs. You can claim as much as you want that you're generous. But generosity is not when you have money. Generosity is when you don't have money. Generosity is when you give when you need, not when you give when you have surplus. If you give when you have surplus and you don't give when you are, when you are in need, uh, when you need the money, you keep it to yourself, then you'll be like that Safwan. You'll be like that rock. Outwardly, it is like that. And one of the poets of Jahiliyyah before Islam, a man, came, a man called Zuhair ibn Abi Sulma, he was one of the famous wise individuals of Islam, uh, before Islam. He says, وَمَهْمَا تَكُنْ عِنْدَ مْرِئٍ مِنْ خَلِيقَةٍ وَإِنْ خَالَهَا تَخْفَى عَلَى النَّاسِ تُعْلَمِي if, if a person has a quality, and he thinks that he's hiding it from people, it will be discovered one day. You're stingy and you pretend that you're not. It will be shown one day. You think, you see the brothers here in the masjid, MashaAllah, all of them are smiley, all of them are nice, all of them are good in Ramadan. And then right outside the masjid, you step on the toe of this brother. Look what he will do to you. Will he smile? Will he move from being a, 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 a very nice individual to being a lion? Will he, that, that's where the nafs takes over. That's when the nafs, that's when the ego takes over. That's the point. The, the real test is, is not when you're, when you're happy in your relation with your family, in your relation with your wife. Not when everything is, is nice and everything is, is lovey-dovey 
we, we relax with each other. No, when she angers you, when she irritates you, when you have a problem, same thing with the, with the sisters, when your husband irritates you, are you going to observe the hudud, the limits of Allah, the regulations of Allah, the commandments of Allah or not? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says at the times of divorce, at the times of disputation, at times of fighting, at times of argumentation, that's when the stingy souls are brought. Why is that? Because it is this time when the stingy souls are brought. Before that, when everything is fine, no one shows his true colors. But when there is disputation, when there is marriage, everyone is, 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 is fine. Why? It is it's coming into a good situation. But when there is divorce, everyone is fighting to try to deprive the other from the right. Everyone is fighting over the little tiny things. Same thing in Ramadan, everyone gives. Then after Ramadan, what will happen? You claim that you are, you are turning to Allah or you're turning to Ramadan. You're changing because of Allah or you're changing because of Ramadan. This is very, very important. The Imam, Imam Al-Fakhr Razi rahimahullah says, فَإِنَّ إِرَادَةَ النَّفْسِ عَلَى فِعْلِ مَا يُشِقُّ عَلَيْهَا لَهُ أَثَرٌ فِي رُسُوخِ الْأَعْمَالِ Training the soul, habituating your soul, adapting your soul on good qualities, especially those that are difficult for you, that are difficult for you when you train and tame your soul to do them regularly, then it will be established in them. لَهُ أَثَرٌ فِي رُسُوخِ الْأَعْمَالِ It will lead directly to that quality established in you. You're unable to wake up for Fajr and you find it difficult, no one has ever promised you that it will be easy. If any Imam has promised you that waking up for Fajr will be easy, then he's lying to you. He doesn't know what the nafs is. But the issue is, do you think you can get Jannah so easily? Do you think that you can sleep? You choose one of the two desires. You have the desire of sleeping and resting or the desire of Jannah. There are two desires. You can't have the cake and eat it. You can't have two things at the same time. You can't enjoy two desires. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't allow you to enjoy two desires, nor he punishes you twice. Allah is just. If he punished you in dunya, he doesn't punish you in akhirah. If he punishes you in akhirah, he doesn't punish you in dunya. Same thing. You enjoy something here, you don't enjoy there. They say that, and I'll finish with this, that one of the Salihim back in the days, he used to train himself not to eat meat. Every time he would say to himself, he wants to, he desires something, he would say, as Just be patient for one more hour. Soon you will, you will witness good things. After his death, one of his friends saw him in the dream. So he said to him, What did Allah do to you? He said, Eat from which meat you want. Yeah. Why? He's been patient. Every, every night he was in. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit more. A little bit more. Same thing. Be, be patient. Give yourself some patience. They said one of, one of the Salih, he wanted to commit adultery. And then he, he, it, it, it occupied his mind and his heart. And then all the night, he took, he took his hand and he put his hand in the fire. He had a candle at home. He put his hand in the, in the fire. And he would tell his, his, himself, will you be patient with the hellfire? Will you be patient with the hellfire? And every time his nafs insinuates, he would put it back. So in the morning, they looked at his hand. His students looked at his hand. And they said, what's happening? Did you burn your hand? He said, well, I burn it in dunya better than burn it in akhirah. 
So this is very important, brothers and sisters. These talks are not for, you, for, for, for people to be entertained. These talks are for you to take and do some action. Otherwise, I wouldn't be sitting here and you shouldn't be sitting here. We'll be spoiling the time of each other. Right? The ummah is really in a miserable shape and, and the, the, the problem starts with each and every individual of us. So let's take this from today. That we take a good quality and try to establish it. If you're not generous, try to establish generosity. No one is born generous. No one, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Man is created with weakness. Man is created in haste. Man is created in rushness. But people learn how to relax. People learn how to be patient with dhikr, with obedience. Seek help from patience and prayer to establish good qualities in you. That's the most important thing. Don't be a person who pretends that he has good qualities and he doesn't. Work hard on the soil of your soul and the soil of your heart rather than your outward. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq.